Hello, everyone. Welcome to Shock It Presents Movie Night. I'm your host. My name is Rudy Obias, and joining me is... Harry Nemiroff. And so this is a, a very big weekend indeed when it comes to uh, just big summer blockbusters, uh, geek movies. Uh, one of the biggest ones of the year, most likely, is uh, the follow-up to Christopher Nolan's 2008 film, The Dark Knight. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, the, the third and last film in Christopher Nolan's Batman series. Uh, so, Perry, uh, actually, first of all, what, what did you think of um, The Dark Knight back in 2008? And uh, what are your thoughts on The Dark Knight Rises? And uh, I guess in comparison to your uh, feelings on The Dark Knight itself. Well, I I loved The Dark Knight, and I'm going to say that's the better movie of the two. The, the, the running time here is just, it, get, it can get you a little crazy, and the details here are also a little bit overwhelming. As someone who's not particularly in the know when it comes to Batman source material, there were just a ton of names and a ton of backstory to digest, and you kind of get lost in with the here and now, trying to catch up with all of that. But then again, it's it's just, there's no denying that this is just a well-made, big studio blockbuster. The The visuals are incredible. The action is just so on point. The, all the performances are great. And all, all the thought is there. Like, Christopher Nolan took all that money he had to make this movie, and he put it in the right spots. You know, just the the one issue that might put a damper on it for some is that the it's a, it's a heavy script and it's a lot to take in and especially when you're stuck in a seat for almost three hours. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a very dense movie. Um, although The Dark Knight Rises is probably ten minutes longer than The Dark Knight, it feels like it's really really long. It feels like it is almost three hours long because there's a big chunk of the movie that is pretty slow, like in the middle, uh, like in Act Two that Batman is not even really involved. It's really just a soul-searching thing that Bruce Wayne goes through. And I, I guess I was a little put off by that, but I was willing to go along with it. Um, by the time this movie ended, I was really positive on it, and I really liked it. I thought this film ended really well, but it was just that middle chunk that was really hard to get through. You know, I was okay right at the beginning, and it, it was something like in the middle of the first act that started to lose me. There was just a lot of a lot of talk and not much action. And the, the part where in the middle where he is doing that soul-searching and rebuilding, that's when I got back into it because that almost felt like more of a contained story in itself. So I was able to fully grasp that and connect to it. And, find, and you could also finally see the wheels in Bruce Wayne's head turning. He's not some sort of like you know, stoic statue with no emotion there. He really, he's, Christian Bale is just great in those scenes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they really take everything away from the character of Bruce Wayne. Like, and I was actually surprised how much he, he loses in this movie, uh, I guess, namely, like, his fortune as well, that he is just a, a really beaten man, and we're seeing him rise from the ashes. Ergo the name, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, but, but there is still, I feel this movie just really sl sloppy. sloppy. Like it doesn't really feel cohesive or tight. Whereas the dark Knight really felt tight. It, it didn't feel like anything, any moment was wasted. Uh, and it just feels like this movie was really bogged down by all, all of the parts that Christopher Nolan was trying to hit with this movie, that it was really a very dense script. There are a lot of characters, a lot of plots going on, a lot of plotting going around, but I, I don't know if it, it all adds up to um, 
kind a, a great ending outside of certain plot elements. Um, I actually thought one part of the ending was pretty cheesy, uh, not involving Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but uh, I guess namely um, the the Batman statue at the end of the movie. Um, I thought that was a bit much. But I think outside of that, I, I do like this movie better than um, Batman Begins. I'm not a very big fan of Batman Begins, but I don't think it's as good as uh, The Dark Knight. I said the same thing. Uh, if you look at my, my review, I made one of those stupid little carrot trees. And I still I like Batman Begins, but I don't like it as much as I like The Dark Knight Rises. And I don't like Dark Knight Rises as much as I liked uh, The Dark Knight. And you're right. It's just it's not tight. There's a lot of things going on here. Maybe it's just because of the fact that she's also in Contagion, but Marion Cotillard totally gets shafted here, and she just has, like, she's, like, the lamest character. And even when they tried to make her not lame, it's still kind of lame, and I, yeah. I was just not buying that role whatsoever. I wish this was more of Anne Hathaway's movie. I just had such a blast with that character. If they ever did continue the franchise, it should be a solo movie for her. Like another Catwoman movie with Anne Hathaway I instead of Halle Berry. Yeah, I, I, I liked Anne Hathaway in this movie. Quite, I was actually surprised how much I liked Anne Hathaway in this movie. I mean, she is very attractive and, and very alluring, and she plays this role just very seductively and sexy. Uh, but I, I was just surprised how, how much I liked her in this movie that I actually every scene that she was in, I was looking forward to. Um, Marion Cotillard, on, on the other hand, I mean, I, I'm okay with her character arc in this movie. I thought it should have been handled uh, a little bit better, not all done as one big reveal at the end, but actually you know, sparsed out through the whole running time. The same thing goes for Bane as well. I, th I think um, the character of Bane, we could have found a little bit of, um, I guess, the emotional side, the emotional connection we're supposed to feel to him that I think Christopher Nolan is trying to get at uh, at the end of the film. But he could have like sparsed that out throughout the whole movie, where it just kind of feels like a loose end they have to get get to, and that, like uh, uh, what was it, uh, like an exposition dump or something, uh, all there at the end. And I really wasn't happy with just the way that was uh, mapped out. Yeah, Bane totally fizzled out for me. He was just so incredible, and you know when you're following up a character like the Joker. It's it's hard to make yourself look that evil and that threatening, but you know between between Tom Hardy's performance to a point and that whole look and the voice and and just the series of events, you really do feel like Bane could end Batman, and that's what we really needed. But then you know there comes a point where that changes, and and it's just such a shame. I th I think he should have maintained the spotlight. Like the, the way I see these these Batman movies, it feels like the, they they really reflect their 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 villain. Like uh, the Dark Knight, the Joker is really, uh, I guess, really smart. He's always one step ahead of of Batman in that movie, and therefore that movie is smart. Like it feels like Christopher Nolan is one step ahead of, of the audience uh, in in the Dark Knight. When it comes to the Dark Knight Rises, Bane is is the uh, the villain, and he's really strong. He's more about brute force and, and muscle. And this movie packs a lot of packs a big punch. I mean, it, it's really there on screen. It, it seems like it's really hitting you really hard with its visuals and and its its stunt work and its 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 action sequences. But I, I think at the end of the day, the end of Bane is it kind of ends with a whimper. You know, like uh, I, I wasn't really happy with just the way this character 
leaves the movie. I thought that was pretty anticlimactic, considering that we spend so much time with him that it, it felt like it should have been a, a, a grander uh, end scene for, for the character of Bane. That's a major wasted opportunity there, especially considering what comes after isn't all that exciting and compelling. Yeah, I mean, it feels surprisingly rushed, <laughs> like from that point on. And, um, well, rushing is the only way they're going to squeeze all these people and information into one movie, regardless of how long the running time is. Yeah, and, and uh, Gary Oldman spends most of the time his time in a in a hospital bed. Uh, that was kind of I was a little put off by that. I mean, I, I guess to go along with the story that he he gets beaten up so badly that he does spend the whole movie in a hospital bed. But you know, it's not very compelling to see a character in a hospital bed throughout the whole movie. Um, I. I, I really wanted to like this movie more i mean i didn't hate this movie but i didn't love it as well i mean i think it's right there in the middle um the best like, looking back on it the the best movie in this batman series obviously is the dark knight and i don't think the dark knight rises even comes close to what christopher nolan was doing with that movie it's tough too because the stakes were just so high for this movie i'm I, there's really no way to go into it. It, it this is just not possible by any means but if the hype wasn't as high as it is, it might have come across better and I might not be as critical of it. But but because of that, you know, you walk into it thinking this is gonna be this is gonna be like almost an Academy Award winning superhero movie like like the last one and, and it and it wasn't. You know, it's still good, it's still entertaining yeah. and it's it's still worth seeing. I mean it's just not anything more than that. I think the Dark Knight really did set that bar for you know Academy Award. I mean that easily that movie could have been nominated for Best Picture, um, and there are a lot of talks before the, this movie came out like perhaps the Dark Knight Rises might be nominated for Best Picture. I mean I'm not really sure if it will be. I mean I think it will be ultimately just as kind of like a makeup call for 2008, but I, I don't know if I don't think the quality is is quite there as it is for the Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I. I I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed. I don't want to talk about my disappointment too much because I still I still think there's a lot of good in this and and there's a lot of reasons to go and check it out. It's just it's just not as good. Well, let's I guess let's uh, let's talk about the positives then. Like one thing that I absolutely loved in this movie were was the sheer spectacle of it. Like this this bat pod, like this flying uh Hell, like this spacecraft almost thing flying through Gotham was pretty thrilling and it looked pretty cool. I mean, it, it, I, I'm still kind of scratching my head. I mean, it's obviously, is it CGI? Is it modeling? But it looks so seamless that you actually just feel the weight of this thing flying through the city. And to see it in, in IMAX it is really worth the price of admission. Um, also, the the first op the, the opening sequence, the way this movie kicks off is just so big and grand. I mean, I have never seen anything like that on a movie That's screen a at great, all. That's a great scene. Quite, quite the amount of stunts there. I, I mean, I'm not exactly sure how they did it, how much is really happening, how much isn't, but, but it's impressive. And you're right, the, the, the CGI in this is really is really good. You, you can't tell the difference for the most part. And the funny thing is, the one time that I did look at the screen and I'm like, you know, I can tell there's a green screen there, is this one simple shot, I believe it's of, it, it, it's of Michael Caine as Alfred standing in, in the cave and something's behind him. It's like a part when no action is happening at all. But otherwise, and the uh, the football stadium scene 
It's yeah. It kills it in the trailers and it does in the movie too. That scene is so perfectly constructed between the action and and the music and the shots that they cut to and the reaction shots that they get. It's just that is a pitch perfect moment. Yeah, all those moments in the movie are are, are pretty amazing and, and arguably better than uh, what we saw in the Dark Knight. Uh, I I uh, I kind of question the, the the physics behind. Uh, blowing up a bridge in the middle of it, like a suspension bridge in the middle of it and the bridge not collapsing. <laughs> uh, I, I was willing to go along with with that, though. Um, I, I really, actually, one of the big stand, standouts in this movie for me was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character uh, of Blake. Uh, I really wasn't on board with him when he was first introduced in the movie, but throughout the course of its uh, running time, I, I really, really enjoyed uh, his character quite a bit. I liked him, too, and I, th- I thought he put on a good performance, for some reason, though, I wasn't buying that whole, like, I'm a Boy Scout and just want the boys club to be saved kind of thing. It just, it, it was a little too, had been there, done that. And then, uh, it's so hard to talk about this without spoiling anything. But his, the character just seemed too, too blah. There there was nothing really to him for me. Oh, man, I said, I... I'm like going off on something and I can't say it. <laughs> well, well uh, I, I guess from this point, because I'm actually pretty interested to hear what you, what you, what, what, what uh, objections you have with this character. So let's just say uh, spoilers uh, for, from this point on. So if you haven't seen The Dark Knight Rises, which I'm pretty sure you have, because this is going to be the number one movie in this wonderful country for the next, you know, three weeks at least. Uh, so. I'm sure everyone listening has, has seen this movie, uh, or when they do listen to it, they have seen the movie. But yeah, Perry, uh, please let uh, please tell us. All right, before this comes out of my mouth, here's your second spoiler alert. Turn it off if you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> so Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes through this whole movie with this like you know blonde normal guy type character, and then he's Robin all of a sudden. I, seriously, I I didn't buy that one bit. I, I think uh, I, I think the movie does a good job uh, in the background setting it up. I mean, we we know that he is. I mean, they they set it up pretty early on that he is a hothead, that he's not willing to go along with with the quote unquote rules, and that he wants to really do the right thing. I, I bought it enough. Uh, I, I actually thought the way that stuff ended was pretty cool. Like he, it's either he's going to be the new Batman. Or they're just going to introduce the Robin series. And, like, if this is going to be dark, and I know a little bit about the, the comic book itself, they might go into, like, the dark, uh, excuse me, the Nightwing uh, storyline where Robin becomes uh, this this vigilante known as Nightwing, which is arguably better than Batman. Uh, I, I think that would actually kind of be cool. I'll give you that, that that ending, was it was really cool, you know, seeing kind of so many things being answered and so many things being tied up. But that's the kind of feeling that I wanted to have throughout the entire movie and barely had throughout the entire movie. So it made that, that grand finale feel, feel almost like too forced and unearned. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it does tie it up pretty conveniently. Uh, and I, I will say that this, I feel that, this, since this is the end of Christopher Nolan's uh, Batman trilogy, that it, it's satis- it's a satisfying enough ending. Um, it's a very, very satisfying ending. Although 
throughout the course of the movie, when Alfred uh, leaves the movie, I'm thinking to myself, he has to come back sooner or later, and I'm just waiting for him to come back, and he doesn't come back for like a good hour and a half. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, they had to pay that little story that Alfred uh, told at the beginning of this movie, and they, I think they did that pretty well. Um, that I mean, was one of the most like human uh plot elements to me i really could and also because michael Caine's a great actor they literally just have him on screen in a bunch of moments practically you know making a speech it's just him talking and that's it and you just you he rips your heart out you feel so bad for alfred and and i think that's like uh again one of the flaws of the film is that it doesn't have enough of those human moments you know i mean that's a pretty human moment like you said with with alfred but there's not enough of that in this film to for me, anyways, that to make it more interesting than just a summer blockbuster, which is, you know, it, it's a good movie, but it's disappointing in that respect if you're looking for something more than that. You know, it was really disappointing. Poor Juno Temple. Like, why did she take that role? Who was Juno Temple in this movie? She was, she was, um, uh, oh, woman's like little friend. Yeah, that's right. Worst role ever. I, I just I watched uh, Killer Joe a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Was Juno Temple in this movie?" And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she's a she's a better actress than what they gave her in the." Oh to do in yeah, this. it was just such a waste, such a waste. Like, why even hire someone of you know any standard whatsoever to take that role? <laughs> well, no point. And also going along with um, the Selena Kyle storyline, I mean, I thought that could have been fleshed out a little bit better. I mean, it just pretty. It seemed pretty ambiguous with just her motivations of wanting to get her record cleaned up. Uh, why she's doing all these things? Uh, I would have liked a little bit more uh, uh, character moments or just uh, story moments to go along with um, Selena Kyle's character. I one hundred and ten percent agree. And uh, yeah, yeah, her story isn't as fully realized as it could have been in this movie. But I think more so than anything, I wanted more from her just because I love the character and it was so much fun. To me, uh, Bruce Wayne is like, he, he can be kind of like blonde, a drag sometimes. And when you have someone with so much energy like that stepping onto the screen, she just, she steals a spotlight. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I mean, there's a little bit of humor in this uh, movie. I mean, my, I think my, my fun, the funniest moment in, in uh, this movie for me is when, um, Batman and Catwoman are having that back and forth on the on the the skyscraper, and then a helicopter comes in and distracts them. And Batman looks away, and then he turns back, and she's gone. And he says, "Well, well that's what that feels like." Uh, that was a great line. I thought that was hilarious, and I think that's probably one of the only few moments in this movie where it was really funny. But there, there's parts of this movie where I wish that they went deeper into like the organized crime element in in this movie, like because Dark Knight. Um, had this organized crime element, Batman Begins did as well, and it really doesn't do that. Um, it, it, this movie just seems to have a lot of ideas and gets them all on, on the screen, but it really does nothing with them. It, it introduces them, but it doesn't really explore them as, as richly as um, The Dark Knight did. Yeah, I kept wondering the whole time where Bane's whole crew was really coming from. I mean, I bought when they were in the sewer and he's got he's got like a couple guys backing him up, but then all of a sudden he recruits like half the city. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know why, like, um, people would find that to be a, a more compelling option <laughs> to follow that guy. Um, I mean, our, I've only seen this movie once. I plan on seeing it again. Um, I'm probably going to see it again when after the weekend, when the week starts up again. But 
just based on that one viewing, I, I, I enjoyed watching the movie as I was watching it, but ultimately I, I felt a little, little let down. I agree. At the same time, I'm not going to lie. When this thing comes on TV, just like The Dark Knight, I'm I'm going to watch it and I'm going to watching it because I doubt I'm going to get sick of it. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, an amazing uh, Blu-ray trilogy set that will come out uh, six months from now. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap up this episode of Movie Night. Uh, we we both highly recommend checking out The Dark Knight Rises, but I think ultimately uh, it's it's just not as good as The Dark Knight, uh, which is a bit disappointing. Uh, where can we find you online, Perry Nemiroff? This used to roll off my tongue so quickly, and now I haven't been on in a while. Uh, you could find me at shockya.com, movies.com, cinemablend.com, a little on comingsoon.net, and you can also find me on Twitter. My handle is P Nemiroff, P N E M I R O F F. Don't don't you write for, for Collider as well? I, I thought I saw a Collider. Collider yeah, that's post. popping up there too, so I guess you could add that to my list now. <laughs> add Collider to that as well. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Rudy underscore Obias. That's R U D I E underscore O B I A S. Uh, Shakya.com, Autorcast.com, GiantFreakingRobot.com is where I, I write daily, so you can check out uh, where I write about science fiction and science at giantfreakingrobot.com all those websites that i mentioned you can you can go to rudyobias.com to check all of that out uh, on the next episode of movie night uh, we're going to be most likely discussing a uh, killer joe i believe comes out next friday and also uh, what a movie i've been really looking forward to seeing and, and i'm not joking here step up revolution uh, i am really looking forward to seeing that movie uh and i'm, I'm not sure if if the does the watch come out next week as well uh, I believe it does. I know I'm going to see it next week. <laughs> uh, so perhaps we'll we'll discuss that as well. So uh, thank you for uh, listening to our show. Goodbye. <laughs>